Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 147. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am so honored to be here with a New York Times bestselling author, professional keynote speaker, brand influencer, and futurist. He's an expert on harnessing the power of the web, publishing, social media, and mobile applications to expand reach and engage in active relationship marketing. Joel Kahn is a sought-after public speaker who leaves his audience inspired, entertained, and armed with strategic tools to create highly effective new media campaigns. Joel, it's an honor to have you on the show today. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, I was having so much fun going through your website, getting ready for our interview today. It was so hard. I was like, I I can't even choose what to pick to focus on. Um, I don't know if everybody listening knows your whole background, but like you've been in business forever. You've done so many significant things in your career. Can you just give like a a little splash, a little taste to everybody of kind of what your journey has been as an entrepreneur? Oh, yeah. You know, I've been at this now um, as an entrepreneur my whole adult life, but in the internet business since 1995 when I launched my first website. And uh, over the past 21 years, I've done just about everything that's not illegal, immoral, or fattening, I suppose. And uh, that includes building sites. I sold a site to Yahoo. I've uh, done licensing deals. I've created content through blogging, podcasting, video creation. Um, I've been on top of the social media space since the MySpace days. I've written uh, 12 books, including a New York Times bestseller, over 40 ebooks and special reports. And right now, I'm really excited about live video, uh, particularly Facebook Live and uh, Blab and uh, Periscope and Snapchat. And just uh, I get to travel around and speak on all these different topics. And uh, every day is a new adventure. That's awesome. Yeah. So no, I mean, you, you've you been there, you've done it, and you're, you're at the leading edge of pretty much everything that's happening right now in the entrepreneurial space, which is awesome. But I think one thing that I would like to spend some time on with you today, and, and depending on how fast we move, we'll try and cover a couple different things. But you know, you, one of the talks that you give is the seven keys to success. And, you know, you talked, you know, uh, to people about the fact that, you know, you went from getting your first computer at the age of 14 to selling a website to Yahoo to being a New York Times bestselling author. I know you have, is it nine or 12 books now? I was 12 12. and and two more in the works. So what I want to dig into, Joel, is like, we are moving at the speed. Uh, I mean, the speed that things in the entrepreneurial world are moving today is unreal, right? And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, there's that that craving for that instant gratification, that speed of success. And what I would love to hear from you a little bit about today is the wisdom that that you can share over the journey of all the different businesses that you've been in and just, you know, your key takeaways from that and, you know, some things for people to, to take pause and maybe reflect on a little bit on their journey. Does that work for you? Sure. You know, I'm kind of a contrarian uh, the, the pendulum right now seems to have swung towards this notion of hustle and grind 
being the way to success, that if you want to succeed in this world, you have to get up early and and do more before eight o'clock than most people, you know, do in their whole day. And you need to stay up late and you need to uh, go to the office on weekends and you just need to work, 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 work. And that's just I just find that not only exhausting, but also some really bad advice. Uh, you know, life is short. I'm 52 now and, and reflecting on the things I've done, um, I, I'm able to say that my greatest successes really did come from 10% of my efforts. And the, the other 80 to 90%, let's say, were really a lot of wheel spinning and busyness. Um, doing the wrong activities. And I've discovered that there is a huge difference between working hard and working smart. And uh, because life is short, the relationships that we have are so much more valuable than the, um, the material gain that we might have. You know, I don't think anybody gets to their, their deathbed and says, you know, I wish I would have put in more hours at the office. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's never, it's never that it's always, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. I wish I would have told so-and-so that I love them. I wish I would have played more. And so i am just, my natural uh, bent is to play is to have fun. I pursue the things in my business that are interesting and engaging to me. And it's very rare that you'll find me taking on some sort of task that I feel like is just pure work. There's nothing wrong with hard work, even hard work. Um, I think that there's seasons for that. But I think it, the pendulum, again, has swung too far to this notion that we've just got to bust a hump every day uh, in order to, uh, to succeed. And it's just not the case. You know, I've made millions. And, of course, like all successful entrepreneurs, I've lost millions. You know, I've been everywhere in between. And I got to tell you, it is nice to have enough money to pay your bills. But what it comes down to is uh, having enough to enjoy a lifestyle, that uh, allows you the freedom to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, where you want to do it, with who you want to do it, for whatever reasons. That type of freedom is so much more important to me than amassing a huge bankroll. And, uh, you know, especially when, uh, like I say, I'm 52 now and, you know, I see people um, that are younger than me. You know, I'm finally at that place where people younger than me are passing away for whatever reason, you know, whether it's a disease or whether it's a freak accident, whatever it is. And I just want to try to make the most of every day. I want to carpe all those diems and I want to do it in a way that um, is authentic and that brings value, that leverages the gifts and talents that I've been given and the abilities that, that I've developed and uses them to make a difference in the world and the lives of the those around me and the lives of my customers and wherever that might reach to, uh, but not sell my soul in order to make that happen. I couldn't agree more. And I, I don't think it could be said more beautifully than that. I, I, I totally agree. And I think that is the whole point of being in business for yourself is, is to be able to live a life of purpose, to live on purpose and in alignment with, you know, the unique talent and gifts that you've been given and really be able to share that with the world, but also so that you can set those healthy boundaries. 
you know, yeah. so that you can create boundaries in your life. I mean, it's that's why I started my business for that exact reason, because I was going up and up and up in the corporate world. And I was just like, this is crazy. Every time I quote unquote get promoted, um, I have less of a life and it's costing me more of, you know, my time with my family and the things that I love and I'm losing more and more of who I am. And I'm sure you you learn that lesson along your journey to success as well. Um, but one thing I'd like to circle back to that you mentioned there, Joel, um, I just recorded another episode this morning talking about the difference between busy and productive and how most people could cut out the vast majority of what they spend their time on every day and yes. actually make more money. Um, and it sounds like you're very, very deeply ingrained in that philosophy. So I would love if you could share, you said, you know, you spent a lot of time over the years spinning your wheels on this when really, you know, it was only this few handful of things that made the real difference. Can you kind of narrow that down and, and give some specifics for our listeners in terms of what your your key takeaways from that were and, and what you now live by in terms of rituals around what actually matters and is going to allow you to build a business that works around a life of significance? Well, yeah, great question. And ultimately, none of us are really in the business of selling products or services. And I'm going to let that just sit there for a second as you know, you and your listeners scratch your head and go, wait, what? <laughs> We're not in the business of selling products and services. We're in the business of serving people through the products and services that we create. Ultimately, without people to consume what we have, we have no business. And so um, putting the focus on discovering where we create the most value rather than how do I make the most money. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that you can't go, oh, if I sell this, I can make a whole bunch because people do that. Uh, but, you know, what I teach people to do is really follow what makes your heartbeat. I think mm -hmm. that's where you're going to find your greatest joy. You might scoop up some money along the way, but I've seen a lot of people make a lot of money and be miserable with oh, their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, even once they think they have everything that they want, there's still um, an emptiness uh, because they're not living out, well, their purpose. You know, I believe we're all created with purpose. I think that um, our God-given passions and uh, some of the, the talents that are given to us are truly gifts, the abilities that we develop and the personality that we really have no say over. It's just kind of who we are. It's our soul. And, you know, when we tap into all that and we and we mix it together, you know, with the recipe that is uniquely ours, yes. we're designed to bring value in a way that nobody else can. Nobody mm -hmm. before you, nobody after you, it's all you. And because you've got this unique composition, that means that there's somebody out there that needs what you have. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that with my whole heart. And so I think pursuing those passions and leveraging um, those talents are going to automatically create a sense of adventure, creativity. Mm -hmm curiosity and fun. I'm, I'm so much about uh, having fun myself and, and encouraging others to do what they, they enjoy doing so they have fun working. You know, I've heard many people say, if you can tell the difference between your work and your play, you're doing one of them wrong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that doesn't mean there's not seasons and times where you really got to buckle down and, and do the work. But when you're passion driven and when it's coming from a place where you wanting to deliver value, it doesn't feel like work most of the time. And uh, that for me has been a formula of success. And so for what's fun for me is going to where people are 
going mm-hmm. to events, whether mm-hmm. I'm speaking at those events or not. I find that the majority of the business that I can generate comes from being out where people are because they're the ones that I'm serving. Uh, and those who, uh, who don't go to live events and don't network, shake hands, rub elbows, and, and discover what other people's needs are, are often the ones who struggle a bit more. Mm-hmm. And so I would spend more of my time going to where people are than uh, sitting in front of my computer and trying to figure out how do I make this thing work. Yeah, yeah. There's so much there that that I just want to pull out for a second for our listeners because you're, the the wisdom that you're sharing is so important for people to hear, and that's why I know there were so many different topics that we could talk about. But I, I want to share these life lessons because you have to see the fifty thousand foot view. You have to be able to live life from the end goal and and be able to have some perspective. And I think with the speed that everything's moving, sometimes we lose perspective, right? And it's you know you're so focused on that moment, but you know I, I think a lot of things that you shared right there are, are going to be really helpful for people. One of them being, and this is something I kind of ran, ran about a lot on, on the show, is, you know, talk to people, connect with people, be a human being. Um, I think that you, exactly what you said there, Joel, you know, the people that don't have human connection are the ones that are struggling. Um, and we've really gotten away from the basics of the way that billion-dollar you know, billion companies were built, which is person-to-person, sales meetings, lunches, talking to people, making phone calls. Um, and and so I, I want to kind of hop over a little bit, Joel, and because you said at the beginning of the interview that you're really excited about what's happening now with this live video. And yeah. to me, live video is like taking every other form of marketing or sales or relationship building and doing it in like fast forward, right? Because you can virtually reach so many people so quickly and you can build that relationship. So tell me a little bit about like your philosophy around it, what you're planning on doing with it, what you think people should know about it. You know, I've uh, been doing live video since 2008 when uh, Ustream.tv came out and I was doing a show from my office each and every week and you know it was more complicated back then because we didn't have the cool mobile tools and you had to have a really uh, stout computer and uh, you know nice cameras to connect Mm -hmm. to it to deliver to your stream well there's been a perfect storm that's taken place over the past year and it is the uh, the proliferation of uh, mobile devices, which the majority of us now own, you know, so, so um, smartphones are able to um, to stream out and receive live video. We've got apps that are easy to use. Anybody can turn these things on and, and begin streaming live from their phone. And for the most part, we have bandwidth to support it. So we are really, we've been trained to consume streaming video through Netflix, through Amazon Prime, through Hulu. And now the power is in the hand of the individuals by putting your your smartphone in your hand and and running Facebook Live or Periscope. And uh, all of a sudden you have an opportunity to share that value that you have with the entire world. You know, it used to be if you wanted to reach an audience, you'd have to fill a room. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we had webinars where uh, people were, were doing that. But now we can go instantly live. And I do it several days a week uh, where I just decide I want to talk about 
something today and I'll go live and there's instantly an audience. Of course, you build that audience over time, but there's sure. a lot of things you can do with live video that lend themselves to uh, discoverability. Uh, and um, it's it's amazing. It's revolutionary. That's why I call it the live video revolution. It's totally uh, changing the way that we can engage, that we can reach our prospects, that we can uh, have a relationship with our customers. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. It's very exciting, and I, I think, I think it really the the craving for video because I now that know that's you know where the majority of people are, are consuming their content. I, I think it's it's almost going back to our roots of craving human connection again because I think the last ten years have been so focused on social media posting and and sending emails that people really got lost in that you know dialogue. And I think video almost brings it back to going face to face with people but now in a new kind of um, futuristic way, so to speak. Yeah, well, only the future is now. Yeah. We've arrived. It's yeah. here, and uh, the world is changing very quickly, and live video is, the, I think, the first major shift that we've got. It's a, it's a massive paradigm shift that's happened. It's the first one really since the iPhone was invented in uh, 2007 mm -hmm. and uh, we are going to see more and more uh, businesses and, and brands and individuals leveraging the power of live video and and often it happens in ways that we don't expect you know for example just this week I don't know when you're going to be playing this but just this week uh, we had Candace Payne the uh, the housewife that went to Cole's department store and uh, went to her car with her recent find and opened up to show a Chewbacca mask from Star Wars. And she put this thing on and it was hilarious. She just burst into hysterics during this four minute video. It was so engaging. She had the world laughing. And as of now, I believe that video has over 140 million views. Mm -hmm. And she's been on Good Morning America and she's being asked to do all kinds of things just because a human being shared her joy with the world. It wasn't an advertising campaign. There was no marketing attached to it. Mm -hmm. uh, although Kohl's very wisely uh, responded quickly. Their social media team was on it and they showed up at her house with mm -hmm. thousands of dollars of gift cards and certificates and Star Wars toys for her whole family. Uh, and they shot a video of them doing it and that video's got over 30 million or so views. Yeah, smart. And and let's talk about this for a second, Joel. I would really love to get your feedback on this. So, you know, I think one of the things that keeps people from doing live video is the the fear of of you know being imperfect and and kind of the exposure of um, you know you being in your your natural state and everything that comes with that, which is why people don't do video in general. But I think that's part of like what people are craving, right? It's like they want the real. Absolutely. You, you nailed it. You know, if you're afraid of being yourself, I'm going to say, go take a bath and get a little more comfortable yeah. in your own skin um, <laughs> yeah. and accept that, you know, you're, you're a human being just like the rest of us. And, and anybody who tells you now or has told you in your past, whether parents, teachers, peers, whatever, that you're supposed to have it all together, gang, they're full of it. Mm -hmm. they, they are, they are uh, neck deep in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, it's not true. It's not realistic. It's not possible. And the more you just accept that this is who you are and mm -hmm. this is all you've got to work with, um, that's great. That's all you need because yeah. you're enough. Yeah, you no, I agree. You are enough. 
just as you are. It doesn't mean we can't improve. It doesn't mean that when we make a mistake, we don't you know, try to make it right and, and hopefully learn from it and not make the same mistake again. I don't like to make the, the same mistake twice, uh, not only because it makes me feel foolish, but because there's so many other mistakes I have yet to discover, and I want to make those too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, live video is no different. You don't have to have, you don't have to, ladies, I'm just going to say it to ladies, you don't have to have the makeup perfect, mm-hmm. right? Guys, you don't have to have the perfect set behind you. Whatever it is, just be authentic, be you, because people connect with real people. They don't connect with talking heads. They don't connect with, you know, suits that that they feel can't identify with their problems. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just keep it real. Yeah, no, I, that's beautiful. And, and thank you for sharing that. And I think it's also important, too. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners and even entrepreneurs that are listening. And, you know, I, I think the key message here is, you know, people aren't looking to do business with a big business. They're not looking to do business with a small business. They don't care at all about your business. You know, it's about connecting. It's about engaging. It's about, you know, forming a bond where you add value and make a difference for people. Um, and I know that one of the seven things that you talk about, you know, in your seven keys to success is relate. Um, can you can you expand on that a little bit for us, Joel? Tell us a little bit about what you mean there and, and what that looks like for you. Well, it, relating really just means keeping it human. Uh, you know, we we look up to people that have accomplished things that we want to accomplish. And the more that the person we're looking up to um, has characteristics that we can identify with, the more we can relate to them, the more we see it as possible for us to attain what they've attained. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why, look, I've met people in my life that, you know, I read their books and then um, I went and and met them and they seem different to me from, you know, Mm. what they've written in their book or I saw them speak and I felt like on stage they were putting on an act that wasn't quite the same as what I encountered face to face. Now, we all have that disconnect at certain places. I'm, I'm sure that there's people out there that might say that, you know, about me because of whatever their experience had been. Maybe I had a bad day, whatever. But for the most part, what I hear from people is that uh, when they meet me, you know, if they've seen a video or one of my shows, they go, you're, you're the same guy um, that I saw on, you know, YouTube or on your reality show, as I saw on stage, is that I'm talking to you right now. And and that's because it's so much easier (laughs) to just be yourself than to put on a mask and try to impress people by being something else. It's the easiest thing to do. You know, it's like uh, telling the truth. If you tell the truth, you don't, you have, don't to have to about, remember, right? right? What, did I, what did, yeah. I lie to? what did I say to them? Yeah. Now, you know, we might tell ourselves some lies and we probably all bend it, you know, here and there just because we are human and we're flawed. But for the most part, if we try to live in a way that is honest and authentic, I think uh, you really can't go wrong. That's it. That's it. I love that. And we can end it there. We we can end it there, but I'm not letting you go yet. I still have eight minutes with you, Joel. So, um, no, that, that's, that's absolutely it. So Joel, you've made millions, you've bought and sold businesses. You've had a a lifetime of experience. You've already shared, you know, that for you at this point in life, it's, it's really about, um, the fun and the passion and, and the human element. Um, and what I would love for you to share is, you know, if you were, uh, starting over today, if you were starting over today, 
What key things would you be focused on doing every single day in your business right now? So not necessarily what business model would you follow or what type of business would you do, but I want you to break down for our listeners who are just getting started or maybe they're early on in their business. You have so much wisdom. Like what would that daily ritual look like for you? Well, you know, I'm not one for rituals. Um, I live a, I have a very free, liberating lifestyle, always have. I do, every day is different for me. And as an entrepreneur, you'll never hear me say, oh no, I've got a case of the Mondays, or hey, it's Wednesday, it's hump day, mm-hmm. or thank God it's Friday. Yes. Um, every day is an opportunity to get up and, and follow my heart and my mind that day and say, what do, where do I feel like I need to put my my energy. And it's not even like I think about it. I just do it very naturally. So, you know, some days I'll get up uh, right away and I'll, I'll get in front of the computer because I've got something on my mind and I want to handle it. Other days I'll wake up slow and I'll go for, you know, my walk mm-hmm. and I'll take my time getting started and, and, you know, then I'll be ready to do what I want to do. There's other days I take off completely and some days that I will work all day long. I mm-hmm. think really listening to yourself to know when is the right time to do what rather than forcing yourself. I know this is contrary to what, you know, some people teach and that's fine because, you know, uh, other methods might be fine for other people that might work for them, but uh, we have to be true to ourselves. So just because teacher A says, well, here's how you do it. That doesn't mean that that is going to be the answer for you. You really mm-hmm, have to listen mm-hmm. to your own soul and and follow a method that's going to work. I'm more inclined to focus on the things that I, I wouldn't do um, than the things that I would do. Uh, for example, I wouldn't um, get into a business just because I see an opportunity for mm-hmm. money there. Yeah, I've done that and I've ended up losing uh, drive to follow through in that business and I lose money and it doesn't work. And so, you know, in, in these days I have a lot of opportunities pitched to me. A lot of people uh, want to do joint ventures. And if what they're telling me could be worth millions, but if my eyes glaze over as they're talking to me about it, because the thought of spending my days my hours working on that, uh, it just either bores me or confuses me or I just don't want anything to do with it, then I'm not going to do it. That's it. I'm not going to be driven just by the dollar. And so, you know, for me, that kind of goes back to, to listening to my heart and doing what I want to do uh, because I would rather spend my days doing what I want to do and what feels right for me than chasing money only to get to the end to find out that, uh, okay, so now I've got money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and a big wake up for me, Kelly, was after I had made, after I had uh, made enough to pay off my mortgage pay off my cars, I have plenty of, you know, food on the table and all the gadgets I wanted. I remember walking into a Best Buy, which was my favorite store. We're talking, you know, 17, 18 years ago Mm -hmm. and, and thinking I could buy anything in here I want and I don't want a thing. Yeah. And, 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 feeling the emptiness of that and uh, never wanting to go there again. Yeah. Not yeah. Best Buy. Never wanted to be in that place. Right, right. Still go to Best no, Buy that's it. That's it. Well, and I, you know, and and so much of that, you're 
the entrepreneurial journey has so many ups and downs and twists and turns and surprises and you have to be in it to win it like in it for the long haul you know and it has to be your heart has to be there you know to carry you through that the excitement of the the like incompetence lasts about five minutes and, and then after that five minutes you're like okay this is what it really is right and I, I agree with you I think it's all about doing something that's unique and and fits perfectly for you and it doesn't need to match anybody else in the world but it has to be right for you and and finding a way to bring that you know out in a meaningful way I concur with you 100 percent we're so, tracking here yeah no definitely this is this has been great this has been great so you know just in terms of wrapping it up for our audience I mean I think you are very crystal clear in terms of of the message that you've shared um you know any final note that you can leave our audience with just in terms of you know pushing through fear to be their authentic selves and, and to follow the path that's you know totally unique to them in their lives Oh, you know, Nike nailed it um, 20 years ago or so when they said, just do it. The only way to overcome the fear is to just take action. It's, it's, it's the only way to do it. You have to put yourself out there. You have to take the risk. And uh, what I've discovered is that when I do step out there and I take that risk, that the thing I was afraid of isn't nearly is scary or frightening mm -hmm. as it was in my mind. The reality of it is I discover, you know what? I've got what it takes. And uh, that may mean I've got what it takes to get it right. It may mean I've got what it takes to get it wrong. But any way you look at it, if I'm willing to step up, I've got what it takes. And so push through. And, you know, if it means getting on camera on live video and, and you know, being afraid of it, here's the deal. You've got something important to say. And uh, this, this might come as a slap to the face, and we'll just consider it a gentle one and more of a, an encouragement, okay? But um, if you're so stuck in your fear, then your focus is in the wrong place because mm -hmm. guess what? It's not about you. Yeah. Mm, Perfect. Out, right? Sit with it's, it. It's not about you. It's about the people that are out there who need what you have, they need the knowledge or information you have. They need the inspiration or the motivation that you can deliver. They need the, the entertainment, whether it's, you know, you're a musician or an artist, you know, a writer, a comedian, whatever it is that you do. There's people that need the value that you bring. And so, you know, there was a time where I was terrified of public speaking absolutely terrified and I know that's probably hard to believe but uh, it's a true story and I don't mind sharing it um, and when I push through I, there's actually I actually say a prayer before I go up on stage regardless of if it's 10 people or a 5,000 and uh, I just I look to God and I say you know what just just make me great for you mm -hmm. because if I have an audience of one I want you to be happy you know and that's it so um, just you know put you you put me out here and so I'm just gonna go give the best that I can give because it's not about me power I love it. Thank you, Joel. That is amazing. So I'm sure there's so many people that want to get in touch with you, want to see your live video, want to get your next book. You know, where's the best place for people to connect? Well, um, if they're interested in my video training, it's at livevideorevolution.com. And I'm the only Joel Com, uh, to my knowledge, in the world. So I'm the easiest guy to find. Yes. Uh, Joelcom.com is my blog. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all the other places as Joel Com. Awesome. And we will definitely link up uh, the link 
to your live video training on the show notes. Thank you so much for being an incredible guest. Really appreciate you being here, Joel. My pleasure, Kelly. All right. And to everybody listening, that's a wrap. Thanks so much. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much. 